This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Welcome to Girls Like Us Podcast. victim of sexual violence, it affects not only the survivor, but also all of the people around them. Sexual violence can affect many people in a victim-survivor's life. Parents, friends, partners, children, spouses, classmates, and or co-workers. Part of what makes it so difficult for loved ones is not knowing what to say or do, but there are ways to offer constructive help as well as for you to get support. Let them know that you believe them. All too often, disclosure is met by skepticism or outright disbelief. Simply letting a survivor know that you believe them and that you stand behind them is meaningful. Remember that although you may be having a strong reaction to what happened, it is important to focus on the feelings and reactions of the survivor rather than your own. Allow the survivor to make his or own decisions. This point can be very difficult. It can be very tempting to take over for a while and attempt to help the survivor deal with the rape. It is important to remember that because of the rape, the survivor felt a loss of control over their life. Reestablishing that control is very important. Try to defer to survivor's decisions, even if they decide to let you make some decisions. Then at least that was their choice and not yours. If a survivor wants to talk, try to be an open listener. If they prefer not to talk about the assault, then try to be supportive in other ways, letting them know that you that you care about him or her and are willing to listen at a later time, if so desired. Educate yourself about the myths of rape. A great deal of harm is done, often unintentionally, to survivors because the people around them believe the myths that surround rape. Rape is never the fault of the survivor, but rather the fault of the rapist. Although this sounds like a simple, even obvious fact, much of the misinformation that exists points to the victim as being responsible for the rape. Educating yourself allows you to provide informed, compassionate support. Learn more, learn more about the most common myths about sexual violence. Be ready to listen. Be a willing listener who acknowledges the feelings of a person makes a significant positive impact. Sometimes it's very useful to simply be with the person and create a safe silence. Non-judgmental support helps survivors tremendously as they recover from this traumatic event. If the victim survivor you care about or you are in need of support, there are programs within your state and city that can help you. They can help you help them. Hey, welcome, welcome to, to Girls Like Us. This is Charlotte, and this is Venus. <laughs> well, now. So, how's everything been going? It's been good. You know, just hanging out. Today, we have a special episode. We have a couple of friends. Hey, guys. Hi. We have Nova and Maya, which are closest friends, relatives. And they're going to give you guys a little bit more insight of their point of view and how it went. And it's kind of going to be like an interview, but it's just going to be letting you guys know how our close ones are affected and their point of views. Mm -hmm. 
Um, do you want to start, Charlotte? Um, well, today um, I brought in my niece, um, Nova, to tell us like how she was affected by everything because she was um, my first contact in, in dealing with everything. She was my go-to person. Uh, she was the person who took me to the hospital. Um, so she was there for a while. She was my comforter, if you want to say. Yeah. I brought my best friend, Maya. And like you. I just want to tell you guys. <laughs> please, 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 because that I'm only my life. Our guests are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they have been on the road. <laughs> they <with> have. <laughs> So if you hear us giggling, it's because they are hilarious. Just an FYI. <laughs> but going on. Like Charlotte stated, um, Maya was the first person that I think Maya knew before I did. Because mm -hmm. I was so out of it. So she was the first person that I spoke to and that kind of realized what was going on. So, guys, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm Nova. I am Charlotte's niece. I'm 28 years old and I am from the south side of Chicago. Um, I do also work in the automotive industry. Um, let's see, I'm pretty outgoing. I'm usually the person that people come to when there's something serious going on or they need to figure some things out. So I'd say me and Charlotte, uh, my aunt, we're pretty close. Yeah. How about you, Maya? I am Venus' best friend. We've known each other for a couple of years, and I've also known Charlotte for a couple of years. We worked together at some point. Um, we've hung out a couple of times, gone out. Great times. Great times. The party's here. Right. <laughs> oh, okay, so let's start off with, I guess, a little bit of harder questions. Mm -hmm. So, guys, um, were you aware of the outing the night of? Okay, guys. So this is Nova here speaking. Um, I was not aware of the outing until the next day. I was told that Charlotte was home. Okay, we were home from work. And, you know, I'll just wait for the next question to go as far as how I felt about that. But I was unaware of this outing for this incident. How about you, Maya? I was aware. I was aware. <laughs> she had told me about this uh, night out. Well, because it wasn't going to be a night out. It, this was supposed to be a networking meeting. Mm -hmm. They were going mm -hmm. to meet up, discuss business, potential people uh, to obviously expand, net, expand network. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I knew about the upcoming event. I knew the day of, I knew the hour before. So yeah, you were very aware. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, I told her. Like, yeah, well, I didn't tell my niece just so I can put it out there. <laughs> First of all, my she put niece, you on blast. She did, like, I wasn't aware. My niece wasn't like, aware. Like, if you guys can see her face right now. 
Right. We had a video recording so you can see. She wasn't aware because, like, even though me and Venus had talked about it, um, I didn't share that information with my niece who feels like she should know everything about my life. Um, and then it was, like, a le- kind of like, well, for me, it got later. So I wasn't going to go, and then I ended up going. Yeah. So there was people aware of the, the outing, just on the record. <laughs> <laughs> What she's trying to say, guys, that it wasn't a 100% sure thing that was going to happen. Right. Because me and Venus make plans, and then sometimes we just be like, "Ah, no, we're not going to go. So, And it was kind of those things because we weren't initially going to go. So, Do you have something to say? (laughs) I do have something to say. (laughs) Go ahead. I'd like to say that I just wish that when she... Charlotte decided to go elsewhere because she's saying it like I need to know her every move when she texted me and told me hey I'm home I thought she was home she could have said hey I'm gonna head back out things might get crazy I'm like, I'm like, get late. And just let you know I said back out you know I'm like I don't mean cool with that but as far as I know I thought she was safe sleeping in her bed until 9.30 the next morning. And we'll move on to that, guys. Okay. Do you want to ask them the next question? Sure. (laughs) So, when did you guys realize there was something wrong with us? Go ahead. Okay, guys. Well, um, it was about 9.30 the next morning, a.m., and um, one of my coworkers here asked, like, hey, um, is Charlotte coming in today? And I said, wow, man, I I noticed, like, wow, it is after 9. It's about 30 minutes after 9. And uh, I think I called, or maybe she called me, and she said, yeah, I'm on my work. She sounded sick or tired, you know? And Mm -hmm. I was like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, I just don't feel good, you know? And then I was like, did she eat something bad? You know, because I didn't, I still, I wasn't unaware of these, of the outing, you know, at at a certain time. And she was just trying to fight through, you know? She's a fighter, you know? And, uh, so uh, she was like, don't worry about me. I'll get there. I'm going to get the work. So I'm like, okay. Like today, you know, she had stomach problems, you know. So I'm just thinking like, okay, she'll, she's a fighter. She'll, she's, you know, she probably ate something bad. But then the calls kept coming Well, that I was calling out to her. Like, where are you? Can I ask you like how, space yeah. out where the calls? You know what? I say they were... Um, maybe 10 minutes apart because I was you were you were constantly constantly yeah I was constantly constantly because she I was like she said she was close so I started getting worried like well what's close so you know like how long did it take her to get to work from she probably didn't get here for another hour like maybe 10 something okay yeah so it took quite a while for me to continuously call and see where are you in fact that she does have an iphone i was like can you just send me your location like i was almost to the point where i was gonna right. leave this place she did. She and i was trying to, to come find her. her i was right. gonna come mm-hmm. find her you know so um yeah pretty much that's that's what it was i was trying to get to her because after a while when it started getting towards 10 from like 9.30, like 10.15-ish, and she still wasn't here, I was like, where are you? Yes, because she did say she was close, so. Where um, are you? How about you, Maya? When did you realize that there was something wrong with me? I first suspected there was something wrong, 
at six in the morning when you first texted me that you were home at six in the morning because this is a never mm -hmm. a never I've known her for a while and in the while I've known her this is a never but then I said you know hey maybe it, it happens yeah. you know when you're out it happens but then I really knew there was something wrong when you texted me again at 11 in the morning saying that you were home I don't remember texting you at 11 telling you that I was home yeah at 11 in the morning saying you were home and then I freaked out I think at that but, point but then I had called a little yeah. before that mm -hmm. Charlotte called I was out I was maybe like about an hour away from home and she says you need to go check on her she's not picking up I figured you fell asleep. You love sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I do love sleep. <laughs> I said, you know, I'm not going to blow her up. I did have my suspicions at 6 in the morning, but I said, hey, if she just got home, I'll let her sleep it out. We'll talk whenever she wakes up. But then at, at 10 in the morning when you did call, then I freaked out. I rushed my aunt out the store and I was like, hey, we got to go at home. And I was driving recklessly, frantically, very recklessly back back to the city. I think that's when I called, like when she was driving and, back. Mm -hmm. And as as soon as I took off, you called. And as soon as you said hello, I knew it. I knew it. My heart sank. I knew it. Right. right. This isn't her. This isn't she. Doesn't sound right. So what were your guys' thoughts and feelings like at the moment when you guys realized that there was something wrong? Like it was beyond us just being sick or it was beyond just us being out? Well, I, I feel like maybe I felt a bit of anxiety to not know. I didn't know how far she was, where she was to pull up, you know, um, where she was. Did you eat something bad? Did you just wake up sick? I was unaware until she actually made it here mm -hmm. for me to care for her. Mm -hmm. um, until we tried to wait it out, and uh, you know, I just took her to the hospital because she just she was just slumped. I just couldn't leave her like that. So it was more so when it got to that ten o'clock hour, and she still wasn't here. Um, mm -hmm. So I just was, I pretty much was just getting real nervous at that point. Like, I hope she don't pass out, I have a will. Like, I just, I don't know, I think, I think, I just had a lot of questions in my mind, yeah. How about you, Mark? Because I know I had shared my location with you. Like, I, you knew exactly where yeah, I was. Like, I knew, private yeah, number but, and everything. but because I knew where you were, my initial thought and feeling, I was really angry. I was really angry and I felt a lot of anger, I was really angry. I felt a lot of guilt that I'm, I I told her in the text message the night before I told her, I'm going to stay up, I'm going to wait for you. And she did. She did. And she like, usually when she knows that I'm out, she's like, okay, have fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like, yeah, she was like, no, I'm going to stay up till you get home. Mm -hmm. I'll stay up till you get home. And I did stay up till about 2, 3 in the morning. Because that was when I was supposed to be home. I was like, latest I'm going to be home is going to be two. Like, I don't even think it's going to go that 
Yeah. That long. And I was up by six in the morning and still no message. But I felt a lot of guilt when I did manage to talk to her at 11 in the morning the next day. A lot of guilt. I said, if I, if I managed to stay awake till two or three in the morning, why didn't I go with her? I knew where she was at. Why didn't I go? I was really angry. Really, really angry. Are you gonna make me cry? It was a really overwhelming feeling. I mean, it still is. I mean, to think back at it, I think that there's no worse feeling than to feel helpless, especially mm -hmm. towards someone that you love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to, to hear it in their voice, to hear the struggle. I can't. I could not imagine what. I would have been what I would have done had I seen her mm -hmm. in the state that you saw Charlotte. Charlotte. I probably would have died right, right along the way. Yeah. But, you know, like, don't feel guilty, guys, because we didn't even know that this was going to happen. Like, we oh, had no idea. Yeah, so it's just, it was unfortunate. And I believe that you guys helped, like, and it goes to my following question. How did you try to help us the day off? Okay, guys. So, when Charlotte arrived here at work, I was just like, what's going on? How do you feel? Like, I just was asking probably like a thousand questions just so I can figure out what my next step should be to mm -hmm. care for you. So, I mean, of course, she was, there was vomiting and everything. I, you know, when she vomited, you know, I just cleaned her up and um, I tried to let her sit it out, you know, because, you know, sometimes she's a little hard-headed, you know, <laughs> she just tries to just fight it out, but then, like, it just, a couple minutes too long, you know, went by and I was like, are you feeling any better? And she's like, no. So I was like, you know what, I'm take. I told her I was taking her to the hospital. She still didn't suggest it, surprisingly. So I was panicking. I have vendors coming to pay. I have to pay for parts, and I'm driving in her car to a clinic, just somewhere close, because mm -hmm. I was so scared. I I felt like I couldn't make it anywhere, like far away where mm -hmm. we normally go. So I was like, let me find a clinic close by. So I found a clinic ten minutes away. I got a coworker here calling, like, oh, I got a vendor here. And I got her, like, slumped over in a passenger. So I'm like, oh, my God. I ran over a curb, you know. I was I was really freaking out. And then and then she was like, what are you doing? And <laughs> I, was like, I was like, my life, I'm freaking out right now. I'm trying to get you into the emergency. So as you all know, I was very, very scared at that moment and um so when we came from the clinic well before that like the whole i was before i actually went i was here for hours as yeah you gave me the ginger ale yeah i gave her ginger ale oh, yeah everything seven up alpha seltzer because i didn't quite know what was going on i tried to give her everything you know <laughs> she, she literally i tried to give her everything i i get to this 
I guess you didn't. I'm like, no, like I couldn't keep anything down. And I know that the answer is like, leave me alone. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't just leave her. Right I was passed out on the floor. <laughs> like, don't forget that. But I was. On I've the been floor. like that. I've had a night that I've had a little bit too much to drink, and I had to lay down on the floor. I was just like, maybe she just. I've never had a night like that in my life. <laughs> like I was on the floor the whole time those nights. So I didn't really look at it as out of the blue. Like, granted, yeah, I've never really seen her like that. But the fact that I have been like that from <laughs> depending on what I'm drinking the night before, like I just need to lay down. Did you ask her what she was? What she had drink the night before? I don't think I did. I think it was more so a matter of let me get you back right. You mm-hmm. know, like I'll find out anything else after. Like, I need to just get you right real quick because yes. we'll find out when you feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. But even, like, some of my old other coworkers was like, something is wrong. Like, um, the other coworker was like, yeah, there, there's something wrong with you. Like, I've never seen you like this before. Like, this isn't, this isn't normal. So, yeah, between that and, yeah, no, we're doing the most. No, I was on work hours, guys. So it was like I don't want to be, you know. It was just it's a hard, it was a hard situation. Yeah. I felt like like I'm trying to do my job and I'm trying to make sure that Charlotte, my aunt, whom I, you know, we work together. So I just yeah. want to make sure she was cool. How about um, you know about? No, I'm sorry. No more. No <laughs> more. I think I didn't ask any questions. I think my first reaction go to the ER. Yeah. And I think I did insist. Oh, she begged me. And I remember like I like and I, she was like, No, I think I think it was just like the shots I had. Oh, right. be fine. Mm-hmm. I, I just need to sleep this off. It was late. Oh, I'll be okay. And I'm like, it's, yeah. I'm angry. That's what Charlotte was doing. I'm sleeping off. That was off. me. Because I was just like, can you just mm-hmm. please let me sleep? Because right. I couldn't stay up. Like, yep. it was so forceful to me. Like, like picking up my hand to answer the phone. I like, could ask my off, finger. Exactly. I couldn't answer my phone. And was, then, like, I couldn't. Yeah. Like, I couldn't. It was just too much. It was literally like a task mm-hmm. to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember um, when my cousin called, I could mm-hmm. not answer the phone. Like, as much as I wanted to mm-hmm. answer, mm-hmm. I didn't have the strength to. Mm-hmm. Um, I insisted I take you. I said, I'm driving there. I'm picking you up. All you gotta do is come outside. I'll take you. And I'm like, no, I'm no, sleep. I'll be fine. I just gotta sleep this off. Let me just please sleep another hour. I thought it was another hour. Yeah. I legit thought it was just like a whole other hour because I think when I called her at 11 is when I was already driving to work and I told her, I was like, no, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to work. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And she was like, go, go to the Like, turn around and go. Turn around and go. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll call your boss. I'll call I'll call him. Mm-hmm. I'll let him know we had a little emergency. I'll meet you at the hospital. Let's do it. No, it's okay. <laughs> I thought it was okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, do you want to ask them the next question? Yes. Um, how did you try to help? Uh, oh, how was the first couple of days? Um, after finding out everything that you know happened 
how was it for you guys? Maya, you can start first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we're just gonna keep up. <laughs> well, I think it's a given that you know it was very overwhelming. It was very, it was very difficult. It still is very difficult. Uh, something very difficult to talk about. Very difficult and overwhelming to try to get over or even discussing here and there. Um, a lot of emotions play out because you start thinking back. Well, at least I did. I started thinking back to could this have been avoided? Why would someone do this to another another person? And mm-hmm. what mind does it play that, oh, tonight this is what I'm going to do? Especially with someone that you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not just someone you've met a week, a day before. Okay? This is someone you've dealt with for a couple of years. It's... Oh man, there's a lot of emotions there. <laughs> there's a lot of emotions there. I think that other than talking it out, it was really hard. I couldn't imagine being in her spot. I couldn't imagine being in her place. It was difficult enough for me to hear about it, feel helpless. I couldn't imagine what it was for her, for you, I couldn't, I still can't. How about you, Nova? How was the first couple of days for you? Um, let's see. The first couple of days, I felt like I maybe a little on edge. Um, because of the situation or of um, other places uh, where Charlotte works that uh, this individual is still out in the streets. So I felt like I was on edge. I feel like um, much was um, handled in this situation being, you know, all that. So, um, I felt nervous for Charlotte and Venus. Um, Who knows if this particular person wanted to retaliate. Maybe he did this to end your lives. Like there was a lot of questions that I had and the fact that it has not really been resolved or there's justice made for this situation um, I think I still feel the same way until things are really actually handled. Um, outside of that, I just wish that Charlotte would let me know if she left out the house again because I feel like I would have pulled up. I probably would sleep, but if she had a call, I'm not a hard sleeper. If anybody had a call and said, hey, I don't feel right. You know, and and, and, and not even in our defense, like, you you really couldn't. Because I tried. I try. I really tried. 
I sent her a video uh-huh. of yeah. my ex-girlfriend Amy that I had that video like two days before, but it wasn't that. I was trying to call my ex-girlfriend. I couldn't. I was, tra- and then I was like, okay, let me call, let me let me call Maya, and I couldn't. Like, you I just couldn't. I was so confused. Right. I was so confused. I was fully awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she then she was like, like, huh? Right. I was like, why didn't nobody? What is this? Like, why didn't nobody? No, because we wasn't in the right yeah. frame of mind. I know. That's all. That's and even I when I was trying to talk to to Venus, like, see, like, hey, like. You know, I blame myself also because I'm like, I saw the signs like this isn't normal for her. So I blame myself like had I just, my whole thoughts was like, this is, a this is somebody I've known for years. So why would they do something like this? See, and that's why I too stayed back because you, as much as I did want to go over there because she stopped texting me, which is also I'm not so norm. Yeah, when, <laughs> especially when I drink, I send her long paragraphs of how much I love her. Especially when she's out. <laughs> but but I said, let me respect her time. Let me respect her decisions. You know, she's out. She's usually not out without me. But <laughs> I respect that she's with someone who we all know mm-hmm. this is not a stranger that we just picked up. This exactly. is not someone that just walked in and said. Hey, come in, you know? Hey, exactly. Yeah, this is somebody we didn't no, know just for months. We know yeah. years. This mm-hmm. is no. years. And I said, you know, I'm not going to pull up like a crazy girlfriend. Let me step back and respect her time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me respect her night out. Yeah. And yeah. that's where the guilt comes in. Right. Right. I love it. Because I'm just in. like, had I, mm-hmm. like, Something ain't right. Like, let's just go. Like, let me call somebody. Even though I got Uber there, like, let's just Uber back somewhere else or call somebody. Come get both of us. Something isn't right. Like, I just wish that that would have kicked in. So I replay that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I knew this isn't her. Something that she does. She's a jerk. She can handle her. So, oh yeah. So it's There's like no exactly. And I'm, no we've doubt. been out summertime, and I'll be like, Nah, I'm good. Like, I can't hang with y'all. I'm going home. <laughs> So I blame myself like I should have like every all the signs was there the whole entire night leading up to this there was signs after signs before I even left the house because I don't leave the house late like that first right. of all and I know I got to be at work the next day like yeah. if I'm gonna go out I'm already out right. already yeah absolutely. so I was adamant about not going but then I was like okay I'm gonna go for a little bit or whatever so like the whole situation is just a constant like you know, going over the whole entire night constantly. Like, mm-hmm. if I would have did this, had I did that. Mm-hmm. So, it, the thing it's, is, it's, if you had not have come, it probably would have turned out worse mm-hmm. for Venus. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she would have been alone. And she wouldn't know nothing. So then you would have really been feeling worse about because yourself. Because I had like, I should have just came. Mm-hmm. Even though you kind of ended up in a situation as her, but when you found her, she was in a worse situation than you when you first got there. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, thank God that you was there mm-hmm. for Venus. But it was mm-hmm. like, I just wish I had known. Right. But yeah. yeah. It was just yeah. messed up all around. So how has this, I guess we kind of went a little bit into this question. Like, how has this affected your guys' life? Um, oh. <laughs> I want to say for this... <laughs> My niece 
stalks my life now. What do you mean I've been doing that? Well, no, you're extra. <laughs> extra. Did you make it home? I know it don't take this long. Like, so it has. <laughs> you like, um, have you seen that thing that says, uh, MapQuest says it takes you three minutes to get home and it took you five. So right. what happened to What's those two extra two minutes? <laughs> yes. That is time, I guess. Yes. Absolutely. Did someone try to talk to you at the stoplight? <laughs> I get to know these things. Right. I get to know these things. Like she told me she was on her way home and then they said, well, she was halfway there. And I'm like, she did tell me that a man walked up to the window and tried to say something to me. <laughs> at least I can have that extra information. Girl. How about you? <laughs> Maya. I don't know. I, I, I think I stalk you enough. But I, I, <laughs> I think it affects more of you than it affects us. Like, if we were already on top of, like, knowing your whereabouts yeah. and stuff like that. But I think I became more good about that. Like, every single oh, time yeah. I leave, like, I'm like, I'm Definitely. leaving or I'm with this person or I'm doing this. Like, I at least let one person know where I'm sorry, but I I need one person to at least know where I'm at at all times. <laughs> yeah, especially because this, this, these were things that... Yeah, I were, never... They weren't I, things. Yeah, I right. never did. I never, like, I would just... Like, I'll tell her the next day, I was like, oh, you know what I did last night? Like, yeah, I went here right. and I did this. And she'd be like, for real? And right. she'd be like, I thought you were at home already. Exactly. And, and that was how, and now. the situation that I felt like that I was in. I thought she was at home. What happened? No, and so now, now I don't. If she feel like I'm on her heels, then I'm on her heels. Because I feel like if you was going to leave back out, somebody should have known. So now I have to be a creep. I do I do tell I let at least one or two people know exactly where I'm at at all times, who I'm with, what I'm doing. Just because hey, if first forty eight comes no, out you're done. I got answers for one. First forty eight <laughs> Yeah, he had on a black vest. <laughs> <laughs> it was like red light. <laughs> Go ahead and cast them the next <laughs> You know. Oh my god. What has helped you be able to help the co-host? I think what has helped me help her um be be next <laughs> is the fact that you know she's very She's very strong and she's very sure of herself. And, you know, even though I stalk her life and stuff like that, I mean, I never thought that she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing and I really trust her judgment, you know? Um, and I think that throughout this whole situation, if, if anyone out of the two She's been a lot stronger than me. I know that the way that she has reacted towards a lot of things, I would have never. I would have I would not have been able to. And I don't know, she just remains so calm. Sometimes it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. But oh, that happens in yeah. places. I'm sorry. <laughs> But you know, I gotta respect. 
I respect her decisions. I gotta respect the way she's feeling. I just need to know I call her my wife. Like, this is my wife. <laughs> this is serious. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know if, if, if you know, maybe if she didn't have the head that she has on those shoulders. Those shoulders. <laughs> this, I don't know. I don't think that I'd be here right now. Be And, you know, be able to talk about this the way that we do talk about it now. Mm -hmm. What about you, Nova? Okay, so uh, my question was, um, what has helped me to be able to help you guys, Venus and Charlotte? But I guess Charlotte for this case, because mm -hmm. we were the ones that were interacting when this situation happened. I guess I feel like I am more aware of I, I'm more aware of my surroundings. Where so I feel like I have to make sure that I'm aware of Charlotte's surroundings as well, you know. Um, um, I feel like when I leave the house, I'm letting you know. If I get home and I'm like, oh, I gotta make another stop, I'll let you know when I get back home. That's I wasn't doing that. Mm -hmm. When I leave home from from um, home from I mean leave work to go home. Okay, guys. <laughs> If y'all can see her face right now. I just wanted to say again that the question was, what has helped you? How, what has helped you be able to help her? I'm telling you guys. What has helped me? What has helped me? It's helped me to be more cautious of letting others. Okay, I get it. Letting others be. You know, I'm being more oh, cautious of where right. you're at. You know okay. what I'm trying to say, sis? <laughs> okay, no. You know what I'm trying to say, sis? Y'all are laughing at me like I ain't answering the questions. <laughs> so I feel like when I'm when I get home and I feel like I gotta leave back out to go to the store to get something, hey, I left back out. I'm going to the store, and she'll say, hey, let me know when you get back home. Then you so know it's know an what awareness saying? thing. It's, it's an awareness thing, absolutely, because something can happen. Just like that. Like you That's guys said, true. you guys have been knowing that individual for years. Not months, not days. So anything can happen. So at least I'm letting her know, hey. I left back out. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel like I'm doing more of. Now, granted, I don't do this with any other family member. Just her. So I guess is that because that's your favorite aunt. Yeah, I mean that part too, but <laughs> you're the favorite me. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. And go ahead, finish it off. So, what advice would you give a victim's loved one? I say, don't give up on them. Uh, don't doubt them, and be mindful. Be very mindful of all of the things, the emotions, the reactions. Uh, respect their space uh, their time you know Th these aren't things that are very easy to talk about right off the bat um, especially when you don't have a big trusted circle mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I say listen to their story as many times as they want to say it or just be there if they want to sit in silence. You know, sometimes just sitting there is more than enough. 
be supportive always always believe them that's exactly what I was gonna say. You know? I mean, uh, Maya. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Are you gonna add anything no. else aside from your notes? Nope, that was it. I think she hit it right on the head, guys. I, I, the only advice I would give is to be more aware. I think we get comfortable with the people mm-hmm. that we are around, and you just cannot put anything past people. And this has been a life lesson. You cannot put anything past people. So I think the number one advice out of everything Maya said was self-awareness, guys. And I want to end with that. Wow. I really appreciate you um, coming in and talking with us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. It's been fun. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. And, And you know what, guys? We did laugh a lot throwing this, but at the same time, we always say it is a serious topic, and we actually did have a moment of tearing up. Um, Maya did try to break us down in here. (laughs) I'm emotional as hell. (laughs) Only when it comes to her. I love this girl. That's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think you guys can also see how we've made it like a topic of conversation like they said like we talk about it and now it's not like a weird thing like you don't talk about it we talk about it and it could be as simple as like hey how are you and be like you know what i'm having a bad day mm-hmm. i'm having a hard day because of this and that is what we need to do all together because if also us as the victim if we don't talk about it how are you guys even going to learn from it because there is no book that tells you how to do it there mm-hmm. is no book that tells you how you're supposed to cope with it But if you guys don't have anybody to talk to like we do, you guys can hit us up. Yes, come hit us up. DM us on IG underscore underscore girls dot like us. Or you can email us at girlslikeus619 at gmail.com. Go ahead and drop us a DM if you have any questions, concerns, or stories. Underscore girls dot like us. And email us also. Give us a story or whatever you want to talk about. You can remain anonymous. Not a problem. And if you don't feel like talking to us, <laughs> there's the National Sexual Assault Hotline. And that number is 800-656-HOPE. So it's 800-656-4673. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening to, to Girls, Girls Like Us. us.